Ahem, benvenuti, fellas and bellas all over the world. Welcome to another episode of the Napoli Rant. I am Rob Biz, joined by my co-host, the vicar of this, Julius Rafa Risco. What's up, Raf Bizarro? I'm having some technical difficulties hearing out of my headphones. I might have to ditch them. But how are you doing today, my friend? I am doing great, Rafa. Thank you for asking. Welcome to you and welcome to all of our viewers on the chat as well as our audio listeners. Let's get this rant on the road. We have a lot to talk about, guys. So if you're joining us, thank you for joining us. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but before you, before we move forward... Show your support by subscribing to our YouTube channel and be sure to give this episode a like. Yes, please don't forget. We'll give you a minute. We'll give you a break. We'll give you a little moment. Just a, that like button. Just to share that show. Maybe a little retweet. You know, maybe a little, hey, this is great. You know, we don't mind. Yeah, share share our content. You share, know, that's, 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 that's sharing is caring, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but thank you anyway for all the support, guys. Uh, today's a big show. I mean, we just Napoli, you know, just faced Lecce. We 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 won two to one. Uh, the performance a little bit lackluster. Yes, we'll talk about that. We're gonna give a beast to the match, but I think mainly for today's show, we really got to talk about Wednesday. We really got to talk Rafa. We really got to talk about Napoli versus Milan. This crisis we're having with the strikers right now. What's going on with the fans? What's going on with the clubs? All this good stuff uh, because we have to kind of get it together because the only way we're going to succeed and move forward from the quarterfinals is if Napoli regroup, get back together, and produce a result because this Wednesday is not going to be easy. Let's go into the chat real quick, guys. Let's see. Who is first? Maximus, 1318. So can we get this done without Victor? Great question. I'm going to start it. And we're going to find out. Uh, LDK, LK, LDL 707. Who knows? No CF. Rumors are Kavar will be playing the false nine. Something very new for him. Yes, certainly. What's going on, Antonio? Hello, boys. What's up, Michael Rinaldi? Chilling. Tony Falco. What's good, fellas? Hello. Corey. Going to be a rant for the ages, predicting the number nine. Absolutely. We're going to need, like, Two hours for this show. Ciao, are you, Francesco? We were just talking a few minutes ago, Francesco and I. Um, moving on, Mike Ronaldi, Ciao, Bello. Guys, Anthony, Luca. Rafa, do you want to start, man? Let's talk about Lecce real quick. All right, let's get this out the way because we all want to talk about Milan. What's up, Kyle? Um, before we go, before we get on with Lecce, I wanted to say something, Ralph. That uh, you know, sure. I forgot to I forgot to discuss with you while we were preparing for the show. But okay. condol condolences to mm. Nids because now Dan yeah, Nids, Nids. Uh, yeah. he uh, he lost an uncle as well um, yeah. this weekend, and um, you know, we just wanted to make sure that he knows that we are, you know, sympathetic to it and. Um, that we are with you, my buddy, my 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 friend Dan Nids, you know, Abit Sayol. Um, I hope I hope you guys are coping okay, um, yeah. and our hearts are with you. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a real tough week, especially after Easter. But yes, our condolences from the Napoli rant to the family of Dan Nids on the loss of their uncle this weekend. Many thoughts and prayers, guys. So, on we... to 
Way Club Toronto. So Leche, Ralph. <laughs> we, we won, right? Like you said. One. It was nice. It was a it's, cute game. It's three points closer to the Scudetto. Um, and now we need four wins or mm-hmm. like a combination of, you know, you know, a win and a, and a Lazio loss. I think now, you know, Lazio plays Spezia on Friday, which Spezia can be a tough team, but especially, you know, at, ho- at home for them, like they're home. Um, but right now it's looking likely that the Scudetto clincher will be away uh, at Udine um, in um, uh, the week, the midweek of May 3rd. Um should Lazio drop some points, maybe lose a match between now and then, it would be in Turin against Juventus, which is pretty freaking crazy when you think about that. The, the Napoli could clinch a Scudetto on uh, at the J Stadium at the at the you know at the Allianz, but it's coming closer. And this win just a little solidified our um, you know listen, ugly right, Ralph? Ugly as ugly can be. Yeah. You know, the, it just we just didn't have that that pizzazz, that spunk, that no. that spark that we always have had. And you know, it's the second straight game because it happened against Milan and they destroyed us. No. Um, we come away with the win, and uh, you know, listen. And I said this to a bunch of people. I said, listen, if that was a scudetto clinching game and we won in that manner, I don't think it matters how we looked. We won the scudetto. You know what I mean? But it's coming off the heels of a 4-0 loss. It's coming right before the Champions League game. So there are concerns. There's no striker, you know. But, but, but as of as of recording time, we're missing Victor Osimhen and um, Raspadori might have re-aggravated the injury and Simeone is out for a few weeks. So I understand why people are kind of panicking at this, lo- at this win, but like this pretty bad performance. But Ralph, you know, I mean, what say you about the game? What do you what are you looking at? You, Raspadori just coming back from injury, probably not in match form. Now has to take the helm as the number nine. I think he mm. worked best as a false nine. I'm not sure if he's as good as like the, you know, he's not. I don't think he's as good as a CF all alone by himself, like on an island, you know, like Osinem can do. Osinem, his physicality, his speed can help him there. Raspadori to me is more of a, a creative, more of a playmaker. He reminds me so much of Dries Mertens and what he was able to do. He could still score goals, but he can also set up plays. He can he can have his back towards the goal and, and kind of distribute left or right to get something going, to get across. I think like that Mario recross that ended up being an own goal started from Raspa as well. But the thing is, it's like here's a guy who hasn't played in months and now has to carry the weight of this team on his shoulder. And people were like, ah, oh, so Raspadori looked like shit. Well, what do you expect when you don't play for two months? And yeah. then you come in and then you have to start a game. Fine, it's against Lecce, but so much is on the line right now. At this point of the season, guys, no team is going to come to play Napoli lightly. Everybody's going to play you to the best of their ability. That's the thing. They want to knock you off the horse now. That's just the way it goes. When Juve was first place all those times, what do you do? You try to go and you try to fucking beat them you know what i mean that's the point we're the top team we're the team to beat now so you can expect challenge from even the lowest little minnow on the chart you can expect them 
to try to show up. And the fact that we have so much to do, and now we got these injuries stacking up, it's going to make our job a lot harder. And and to say, like, all right, well, this guy looked like shit. Well, obviously he looked like shit. He hasn't played in, like, two months. You know, you what can you expect? Even Simeone, too, getting those minutes. This guy yeah. went from getting the minutes, getting the call-ups, scoring the goals, to not getting – to getting, what, 10 minutes on the field? How many yeah. times do we see Spalletti putting in to putting in uh Simeone in the 85th minute, in 85th, the 80th yeah. minute, in the 77th? Mm -hmm. What the hell is that guy supposed to gain from fucking playing 15 minutes when you know that he can score a goal every 30 minutes? Give him the 30 minutes. Put some put some miles under his leg. Because guess what? Now that Osinum is gone, and I'm not, and I know you can't predict the future. I know hindsight 2020, blah, 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 blah. But bro. Give the guy a little bit of time just to keep the miles under his leg. So in the event of an injury, you can now lean on them a little bit. Now, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that he that was the reason why he pulled his hamstring, that he pulled his hamstring because he didn't get enough minutes. But it, it, it's like it comes around full circle. And now Simi when Simeone hit the ground and was banging his fist on the grass, yeah. I knew that was a problem. He was, he was done. Yeah. That was frustrating. He knew. Yeah. He, 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 got up, he got he up and he went out. back on the pitch, but I knew it. Yeah. I definitely knew it. I knew it. It wasn't surprising to me that he walked off after, after another five minutes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and listen, you know, we have, we have a, a, we have an issue, right? Like, like let's talk about the game first, right? Yeah. Really, really nice goal to open the scoring, right? Um, it, it was a, a thing where we had a um, well, we, we had a uh, um, a set piece that you know was there was a scramble from the set piece, and then <laughs> funnily enough, it was you know Kim and Jay who uh, on the on the right flank sends it into Di Lorenzo, so our center back crosses it into our, our right back and yeah. our right back hits the header to score a goal. I thought that was pretty funny at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, if, 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 you know, we're not getting the goals from the striker position and, you know, Kavada's being contained, we're getting it from our captain. Who's a right back with a header sent in from our center back. It just right. find it really funny. Um, yeah. that that's how it was. Uh, we take, we take the lead. Right. And, um, think we took the lead into the half if i'm not mistaken i think it was one nil at the half correct yeah. um you know but uh then you know they come around leche and uh, like shades of at the maradona earlier the season they 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 respond they get their goal after a little scramble in the box uh the, i think the ball hit the hit the crossbar there was a lot of a lot of confusion by the by the defense and uh you know uh, Di Francesco buries the buries, you know, the shot. Um, just really sloppy, really, really bad. It was looking likely we were going to tie this game. They kept moving, and then we we got lucky. We got lucky uh, from a really nice uh, cross in, I believe, from Mario Rui, which was like you said, a ball set up the set up by Raspadori, I believe, uh, and a lot of confusion for the Lecce defense. Right. Uh, Falcone bobbles the ball. Cavada, I think, was it Cavada that was there? He was there for if in case anything was like, you know, 
No, I think it was De Lorenzo. It might have been De Lorenzo. You're right. No, it was right. De Lorenzo because remember he kind of kicked the ball. He went into the net. So and he went into the net afterwards. Was, right. I think Cavaro. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, possibly. But I, like I said, I said that you know two one. Um, I I I was uh, I was a little more confident that we'd win the game after we got the the two the two right the second goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, no matter how it came. Um, and the lineup, right? The lineup. He, you know, again, you would think that after the game against Milan, he Spalletti would would finally give in and maybe sit Kim and Jay, mentally, physically, emotionally tired. Right. But you know, it could be a lot of what Kim and Jay maybe said to Spalletti is that you know, listen, I need to play these games, right? I, right. He he put Elmas in for Zielinski, and he put in Raspadori for Simeone, obviously. Uh, I'm sorry. Other way. Was it the other way? No, no. Raspadori started the match. Simeone mm-hmm. came in and then got injured. Yeah. Um, but no surprises anywhere else. Mario Rui, you know, Di Lorenzo, Ragmani, um, Lozano on the, on the, on the right. Um, Kvada on the left. Kvada again, didn't really do much. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You, yeah. You, when he's double, triple teamed, you know, team, you got, you he doesn't have Osteen him now. Yeah, Dude, he doesn't have a guy the him. He doesn't have another threat that can pull other defenders that that can make you second guess whether you should double or triple team him. He doesn't have a yeah. guy that he can just cross the ball and this guy can jump far up in the, the air. Right, right. That this you is know, important. and and the fu- the the good thing the the thing that the thing that I think about how because there was that statistic right without Osiman we were seven wins in all competitions out of seven right. Mm-hmm. But at that time, it was still pretty early in the season, right? It was fairly early in the season where I don't it was think like October, the league. November. It was October, November, Rafa. Do you remember? I'll, I'll look it up while you uh, you. Because uh, I, I it was not. Say, I, I want to say it was October because then he came back. He came back in the Bologna game. Was That was the game he came back in. Um. Yeah. So anyway, what I was saying is it's fairly early in the season. The lead, the whole, you know, Kavada Shkeli is doing his thing, but he's not like, I mean, yeah, he got player of the month the first month, but it was only two games, you know, and he, it's not like teams were ready to figure out Napoli yet, you know, Kavada you know, wasn't as covered as he is now, in my opinion. Right. right. Um, and now that he's like this wonderkind in this league, the the focal point will be Kvaraskelia, so he is neutralized, right? And um, that became an issue when later on when we lose Osimhen, right? So you know, there's a there's a lot of things you can look at, a lot of different ways you can look at it. My buddy Gil at the shop said, "What if there's?" Oh, thank you, Gil, for this. By the way, nice birthday gift for me. I appreciate oh, that. A Champions League kit, right? Kvaraskelia in the back. Oh, I'm not gonna get. Up, I'm not gonna get up and show you because uh, the sight of this below my belly is not for everyone to see. Yeah, and it's free. <laughs> this is a free Here, show. Good. Here, not so. Rob, much. They gotta pay for that. Let's keep. <laughs> Maybe we should get on Patreon, bro. Yeah, we should talk to Fischetti. See how he does with that shirtless. But, uh... Not, not <laughs> rant. <laughs> No, that that will sun out guns out. What's up? No way that'll ever happen. No way. But uh, um, yeah, man. Like he he mentioned, Gil mentioned, 
what if they're just taking their foot off the brakes for real, like taking their foot off the pedal, sorry, and, and on the yeah. and on the bra- Rafa fans. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, not happening. Probably. Welcome to the Napoli fit. As Napoli much as you probably only? want that to happen, it's Welcome never to the Napoli ran no. Rafa fans. <laughs> no, twenty dollars a month. We'll be only we'll ran this sale for Pasquetta. <laughs> yeah, thirty percent right. off. I'm Speaking sorry, of Pasquetta, I've, I've eaten so much leftovers yeah. today. I ate so much yesterday. My Yo, diet's out the window. Can I say uh, something? Shout out, shout out, because there was a bunch of us. Shout out to everybody who's working this Sunday, especially those yeah, who man. are my business, man. Y'all don't get enough love. I love y'all. I was there working this week. Hey, I don't want to make anybody feel guilty for having dinner with the Finney. God bless. You are blessed that you could sit down with your families and eat and be together, and that's great, but there's a few of us that went to work and shout out to y'all. I've eaten so many leftovers between yesterday and today with the food yesterday and the leftovers today. I'm I'm already tired. <laughs> I'm I'm out. I've yawned That's twice it. since we started. <laughs> Gil said to me, Ralph, Gil said to me, what if they took their foot off the gas and put the foot on the brake for a little bit just to be ready for this Milan game? And then I heard someone else say, What if Ossiman is ready to go? And we're just toying with Milan a little bit, you know, and making them think, you know what? We don't nope. know if Ottoman's going to play. I completely disagree with all these conspiracy theories. Everybody's saying that. Come on, let's keep it real. Y'all saying this to make yourselves feel better, right? To take away the anxiety that you're feeling right now. Come on. You just lost three strikers. Like what? Are they, were they imaginary in, in injuries so we can fool Milan? No. No, 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 Ralph. But Ossiman scheduled to come back and Raspadori actually came back. So now the feeling is, well, what if what if we make them think we're changing our formation? To because everybody's calling for this false nine that we haven't played with all season. Right. No. And possibly we're going to surprise them with Ossiman's ready, you know? Doesn't matter. Because again, we didn't lose the strikers all at the same time. Simeone went down this past weekend, and Ossiman is on the mend, and Raspadori was back. So, you know, so you think like a little bit of an advantage? You think Pioli and the boys at Milan are not? They don't have a plan B just in case that like I don't think they have a plan B at all. I think they're not as good as they are. I think that Napoli game was. Listen, listen. I said this last week. Liverpool beat Man- Manchester United 7-0. Before that, they were trash. After that, they've been trash. They just pulled out a tie against Arsenal yesterday. Um, kudos to them for that. But the same thing with Milan. Before this Napoli game, they struggled big time. After this Napoli game, they struggled big time against Empoli. Granted, they they rotated a little bit, but when the players came on to try to get a result, it didn't happen. And they struggled doing it. It looked really sluggish doing it. That, so, because my opinion, right, they don't okay. have a plan B at all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I want you to finish your thought, and I want to say no. That was it. No. They don't have a plan B at all. No. So I, I think if you mess I, with them, they might be possibly, like, you know? possibly, possibly, possibly. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's that complicated. I just Listen, think it's like just a, 
We're trying to figure. I, I get it. I get. I'm, I know it's, it's just, just a, a theory. It's just a theory. Just a I don't theory. know if it's conspiracy, but it's a theory. It's a theory. I understand there. the theory. I, but I just don't agree with it. I think that's just something to make yourself feel better because you're not not you or not even no. Uh, I know you're Bill saying or anybody, I get, it. But I get you. Yeah. Anybody who feels this way, I feel like, oh well, this is how I'm gonna like temper my anxiety, right? I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like, oh, this is just a, a an elaborate plan to fool Milan. No, it's not. Ozunim is injured, Raspadori is injured, and Simeone is injured. Now, did they take some precautions with Raspadori? Quite possible, because I do hear reports that he should start. All right. Ozunim on the day off went to go training so he can continue to work on his therapy. That's fact. He was by himself to help himself, right? Because maybe he's not quite there yet. Is he as hurt as we may think he is? Probably not. He's probably getting better. He's probably taking his extra time to 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 work on his muscles and and his body, so he could be prepared. Maybe not possibly for a start, but maybe coming off the bench or at the very least for the game after. That could be happening. But Simeone is hurt, and he's going to be out. He's going to be out for weeks now. You know, and that's and and he'll be okay. He'll come back probably stronger than ever, ever than fill out uh, and, and finish up the season. But the problem is it's like this bomb went off. This bomb went off, and it went off at the wrong time, and now we can't believe it. All right? Nobody told Napoli Donnie to go put little makeshift volcanoes out with the number three. Nobody told anybody to go, you know, stop putting number three banners all over the place. You can believe it, and you can want it, but nobody said to start the pregame. Nobody. And now, now we're seeing what's going on, and it's like, oh shit, did we jump the gun a little bit? I still think Napoli win the Scudetto, but are we starting like, oh, we jumped the gun a little bit? So what? Now we got to make up uh, a fucking uh, this false truth that well, we're just playing mind games with Milan. No, mm-hmm. uh, I think we jumped the gun a little bit, and now we're trying to trying to make up for it. That's what's going on. But I think all in all, we'll be okay. But okay. Rafa. Let's give the beast of the match, and then I want to go talk about Milan. So we're at the 20-minute mark, all right? Uh, guys, you know, obviously win, lose, draw. We did win. Uh, who was your beast of the match for Lecce? Um, this was it was somewhat, tough. It was tough because, to be honest, you know, I, 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 I would have rather probably given it to, like, Papa Rispo, you know, the beast of the match, if anything. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would have gave it to fucking uh somebody else but anyway uh beast of the match guys here we go oh wow i'm glad we are agreeing with listen people yeah, agree man. with us in the chat today man yeah I, and you know it, i Lorenzo, beast of the match we said it was tough Mm-hmm. Because it kind of was, but there was one name that stood out, right? And it was him. Because uh, uh, Giovanni Di Lorenzo not only, you know, scored the the first goal, right? And obviously, the winner was the own goal, right? But he played really well. He had a really good rating out on Foot Mob, mm-hmm. and the attitude that he he stayed he he kept the team composed, in my opinion. He picked up the ball and said, "Listen, guys, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not performing. We got to do something about this. We've mm-hmm. got to perform. We got to step it up." And, um, y- you know, after looking at Foot Mob and you know the highlights again and this and that, there were a couple of players that did play well. Um, 
Kim Min Jae was foot mob man of the match. Uh, Laborka had a high rating. He he did pretty well. You know, even though the midfield again kind of struggled, but but Laborka did do pretty well. I'd have to. I think, in my opinion, he he is the epitome of a captain, and he's really grown into this role over the season. Yeah. It was a little bit. You know, I remember when when it was he was appointed the the captaincy, and people were a little upset that it wasn't Mario Rui or something like that. But, um, you know, all credit to Giovanni Lorenzo, who is really stepping it up this season. Yeah, uh, you know, he only has two goals recorded for the season, but he's instead been, yeah, instead yeah, I think instead he has yeah, goals, right, instead yeah, but I think chances created overall, he's about like. 40 or something like that. Uh, mm. I'm not sure where he I'm mean, he's one of the top in the league for it. I, I think you know, Di Lorenzo, we've questioned some of his defensive uh abilities this season. We we've complained even here on the rant a little bit about some of his mismarkings or getting beat or you know, or or maybe making a mistake in the back to try to protect the back door. But offensively, I mean, he's another winger out there or he's another midfielder out there or he's another striker out there. I mean, he, somebody had said it here, uh, without D'Lo, we lose this game. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and I, uh, it was Daniel Ruggiero, who who I know is a big critic. He was very persistent with this um, and a great contributor in the Napoli Rant Discord. By the way, get in the fucking Napoli Chant Discord, people. It's a lot of fun. All right, get off Twitter. Twitter's shit. Come to the Discord. Anyway, but because we talk about a lot of good subjects and people uh, bring up a lot of good uh, takes without all the other toxicity, negative stuff. All right. There's a mm -hmm. few Discords out there. There's the there's the SSC Napoli and there's ours. But anyway, the the fact that what this guy does on offense for us, I mean, it's 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 been outstanding all season. And and again, like Rafa said, Rafa. Like Rafa said, Rafa, Rafa, like you said, you know, his captaincy on the field now to push the players to say, let's go, let's get this. Yeah, we were a little bit lucky for Lecce, but we couldn't give up because had we given up, Lecce would have beat us, man. Mm. Lecce would have beat us because they were they were playing good. They were being possessive of the ball. They were. They were. You know, it's it's, you know, but again, this was a game that was hard to decide because we don't know who would be to the match was. But Di Lorenzo scoring. He almost had another assist at one point. He had this cross where he kind of fell over, and I believe he gave it to Elmas. I think it went to him. Uh, but all these little things combined uh, earned him beast of the match. And, you know, he's been our captain. He's been an offensive. And, um, you know, I don't think we can do without him, to be honest, even if he doesn't have great defense. But... Check out the Discord link. It's on our Twitter page, guys. It'll be always it, be up. You can get in any problem. Just it's deep. on the Twitter page. It's also for the listeners listening. Yes. On Far From Vesuvius. In the show notes of our podcast episodes on Far From Vesuvius. It's on every single one of them. So all you have to do is go to your podcast, however you get them, right? Your favorite podcast outlet. Look at the show notes and click on the link. And there you go. Boom. Right to the Discord. Um, Discord is healthy. Check it out. Yeah, it's 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 fun, guys. There's a lot, a lot of good people in there, and and come check it out. But let's get on to Milan, man. So that that, that was it. Um, you know, we'll let you. Let's get on to Milan. I I think what what a lot of people are speaking about again, and I get this sometimes from the Discord as well, is the 
you know, what formation we're going to use, who's going to play up top. I like to get everybody's thoughts, Ralph. I like to get yours. I like to get all about everybody. Uh, you know, as far as like who's going to be the front three, I, I think we can guess who'll be in the midfield. I'm sure we know who'll be in the backfield, uh, in 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 uh, on defense in the back line. I think Oliveira starts. I'm going to start there. Oliveira is going to start over Rui. I think Spalletti has to ha play somewhat of a more of a defensive game. I don't want to give up any goals. And I think a draw is a victory for us in this case. And that's based on all the information that I've gathered uh, over the past week and ever since the 4 nothing win. Ever since the 4 nothing win. Because let's Lost. be right Lost. I'm so well, win for Milan. For Milan, yeah. I'm going to be honest, Rafa. I, I think... I feel like could rebound. They could rebound. It could be a lesson learned. They could get back in form. But that that was just not a good episode for me. And it was mainly what was happening in the stands, mainly what the president was doing, and 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 the energy of the players and how they responded to all that. When when I don't care whose fault it is, but when you let another team's fans come in and own your shit embarrassing it's embarrassing if you want if you who do i think should be banned i think de Laurentiis and the fucking curvas should both be banned from the next few games and sit at home and take a little bath and and get their shit together because this 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 little egoism and all that shit it's got to stop because it's going to hurt the team if you want to protest protest outside if you want to be quiet Go to the library. When you're in the stadium, you cheer. You cheer your team on no matter what. The fact that you want to protest and be silenced to go up against the president so you're going to make your fucking players have a hard time on the field while the opposing team is cheering. And I don't care about the banners and the drums and the whatever because our voices reach God when we are champions. So I don't need Scream out even louder and support your team. If you're an ultra, you need the support of your team. You need the support of the other fans. All right, fuck Delorentis and what he does. Let him take. Let let him say you can only come in wearing all white. I don't give a shit. Or all black. I don't give a shit. Doesn't matter. They can't stop you from singing. So that's what you should do. And the fact that that happened to me puts us in a tight place because now we've instilled the confidence into Milan, saying we can get these guys. We're back in form. We could just do what we did last time. And now we can do it without OCM, without Raspadori, possibly, without Simeone. And even if Raspadori's there, it's still it's his second game back after, after a couple months worth of injury. So who knows what he's going to be able to produce. But I'll be honest. I'm worried. I'm a little worried. I, I'm not hell-bent worried, but I'm a little worried. And you have to be. You have to be. Because this is, you know, my friend Juan Rafa, he, he was like, you know, oh, Napoli are doing so good, Napoli are doing so good. I don't think if Napoli lose, it's not going to be because of the ultras or ADL. That's not it. I mean, what's going on there is one thing. It doesn't help, but that's not, they're going to lose because either they're tired or they're injured. Hmm. But I said it. This is uncharted waters. All right? This is uncharted waters. Mentally, even as a friendship, we've never been here, and it doesn't seem like we know how to act. And it doesn't seem like we know how to act. Hmm. And that's the truth. And if we implode now, everybody's trying to steal spotlights. Whoa, look at me. Look at my group. Look at they took my flag. ADL. Oh, they 
they were they said bad words to me, you know. For this group or that group, and at the end of the day, you're just causing a division, and that Napoli not afford that. You're just not big enough to afford that. You can't do it. I'm worried. I'm worried about the fans, and I'm worried about what the, how the team is going to perform against Milan. And to me, a draw will be a victory. I don't see Napoli winning in San Siro. That's my opinion. Well, thank you, Quinton. All right to the game. Sono, sono io il vostro puff daddy. Dai, ragazzi, sono il puff daddy. More money, more problems. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh-huh, see. Give me the strength listen. I need, the strength I need. <laughs> listen, listen. Napoli. Okay, I will say this. I think Napoli still get out of the quarterfinals and move to the semis. I do. They have got to come back to at least even 75% of what they were before these last two games mm-hmm. in order in order to to get a result out of this particular match. Will I be okay with a draw? Of course, because we're we're in in a Champions League quarterfinal two-legged affair where we're on the road. A draw is not bad. Like I said from the beginning, when mm-hmm. we qualified for the knockouts, right? Okay. Napoli only really need to win three more games to win the Champions League, right? They need to win one out of the two as long as they draw or don't lose as much against Milan. They need to do the same against Inter or Benfica, and then they need to win that final. So in reality, technically, theoretically, they they only need three more victories to win the Champions League. And Napoli have won, like, what is it now? 24 games this season, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in, yes. in, in, in the city, ah, 24 in the city, ah, it's yeah, it's 24, you yeah. know, a 31 in all together because, because of the Champions League, right? So, if you only need three more wins to win this thing, it can happen, you know. Right. But for this match in particular, if we come out with a draw, like you said, it's a victory, I mm-hmm. see it as. A positive. I see it as definitely a positive. And saw someone in here on the because uh, I checked the. Uh, I, I didn't want to. You know, we haven't really been. Yeah, I, a draw isn't a loss. I'm happy with it. Someone said a nil nil would suffice. Go back to Maradona and win. I'd be happier with a nil nil than getting scored on. To be a hundred percent honest with you. Yeah. Um. But we do have to we do have to defend better than we have been in the last two games. Right. And the midfield has to be on point. And we need to help Kvadashkelia. My God, we need to help Kvadashkelia. Now, if Napoli are looking if if Ossiman is is playing, I'm confident. Even at like 80%, I'm confident in Ossiman, right? If Raspadori's in the squad. And Ossiman's playing, or even if Raspadori's starting and Ossiman's sitting on the bench, mm-hmm. I'm confident. I'm confident because we get to play our game the style that we know, right? We don't have to change anything. But this talk of a false nine is really starting to worry me. Now, Kvadashkelia, 
he's class. So I'm not worried if it's Kvadashkelia that's on the false nine, but it's not a position he's familiar with. Why can it be Chucky Lozano? In my opinion, if Tom we BX do right not out, have a striker, yeah. listen, if we do not have a striker available, I think it's Chucky Lozano in the striker position. Interesting. If we only have one striker available, whether it be Osimhen or Raspadori, you do not start Chucky Lozano. You start Politano. Chucky sits on the bench ready to come in for that said striker that might need to come out. And Chucky goes into a false nine. Right? Because he has played the position before. And it worked. With Mexico, it worked. Mm-hmm. I believe he's even played the position before with PSV, and it has worked. That's so, got to be what happens. So if opinion. now if Raspadori is available, Rafa start him, start him. Do you start Lozano on the right av- wing? No, I just said it. You start Politano on the right. At, no, you start Politano on the right. And then have Lozano come in as a sub. And then have Lozano come in as a sub for either Raspadori as the striker in a false nine or Politano. Maybe you bring him in. Maybe you bring Lozano in in the half Mm -hmm. way, Mark, if Politano's not doing his thing Mm -hmm. to cover Politano. And then once Raspadori either gets tired or just can't go anymore, you you move Raspadori over. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You move Lozano over for Raspadori, and you put Elmas in that right hand, that right wing. See, I personally want to see Lozano start this game on the wing, and he's gonna go. Who's that? Damn it! I always forget. Who's the guy? Who's the left back for Milan? Uh, uh, Not not Diaz. um, Dio uh, Hernandez, right? Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see Lozano running at Hernandez, getting him in foul trouble. I want to see that back line getting in foul trouble a little bit. Uh, I'm. now, if listen, if in a perfect world Raspadori is okay and he can he can play the false nine, I prefer that. I think he's better at it personally. Well, Raspadori is also a striker. I mean, he, I mean, it would it wouldn't technically be a false nine if Raspadori plays, right? Because he's I'm, played in the striker position before, right? But I'm saying that that creative role, like some again, it, I I always compare him to Mertens because that's what he reminds me of. I mean, even the yeah, stature, yeah, gameplay. Yeah, Even the yeah. stature, the gameplay, that kind of play. I would love to see that from Raspador. I think it works. Him being up all alone, I don't think he can do that. He doesn't just he just doesn't have the physicality to do that. He just doesn't, nor the speed. You know, I but he has great vision. He has great vision, great passing ability. He can help everybody else score goals. That's the thing. Yo, Napoli, don't forget, we still have like 17 goal scorers on this team. Mm-hmm. People can score. They should be scoring more. I mean, lately it's all been Cavada and Ostinem. Joe Fischetti called that out, and everybody was like, nah, you know, eh, you know, we're not dependent on them. Well, we're not dependent on them, but we're not exactly. No, but it's not like they can't. Exactly. It's not like, you know, it's not like we're seeing other players doing. You know, I want to see a little bit more from the other guys uh, coming in. You know, we got Zelensky who's been super inconsistent again. You know, uh, Zambo and Guisa who just. Beast of the quarter. I mean, hands down, this guy was incredible. The start of the season hasn't been the same guy. Although I think the past couple of games, he has tried to make up for Lobotka because Lobotka was just being completely pinned down. And I think Enguisa really tried to 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 kind of like help fill in and distribute, 
even though that's not his kind of natural ability. I think mm-hmm. he's more of a, a person, like a physical presence in the midfield. He can dispossess. He's like Barami, you know? He's not going to get, he's not going to score your goals, but he'll always be in the midfield helping on, on the defensive end of things. That's just how I feel. But we got to see now because the reports are inconsistent. We don't know who's doing what. Is is Osim going to start? Is this, is that? I don't know. I don't know. But personally, I want to see Lozano start on the right. I want to see Cavada start on the left. And I wouldn't mind if, if, if Raspadori is that Raspadori in the central. That's the three that I want to see uh, start if Raspadori. Now, if Raspadori is not available, Rafa, I do kind of like your take about Lozano starting up in the middle. Some people are saying Elmas. Elmas is not a striker, guys. He's just not going to, he's not going to succeed there. He's not going right. to play the right wing either. He's not going to play the right wing full time. You understand? Like he goes there when, when he wants to take out Palatano and put in a midfielder and then he'll move, he'll shift Elmas to the right a little bit to cover that side until he wants to put in a Lozano or somebody, an actual right winger, put him there and then shift Elmas back to the left or back to the midfield. That's how he uses Elmas. But Elmas is not going to start on the right wing. Lozano is not going to start on the left wing. It's just not going to happen. No. It's just not going to happen with this team. It's just it's, it's in this coach. Lozano is going to be on the right. I want to see a little bit of speed. The fact that we lost Ozinem, I think the most important thing we lost is the pace. Obviously, strength and height and all that. But his pace and all that. We, we're missing that. Now, we got nobody to run at these guys. You know? Kavar is being triple teamed. That leaves Lozano wide open, a little bit cross off, off to the races he goes, you know? That's what I would like to see. Now, if Raspadori is not there, Rafa, I'm with you with Lozano starting up front. Palatano could go on the right, Cavada on the left. That's when you hold on to Elmas, and he can come and help anybody. Either somebody, he can come in for Palatano, he can come in for Cavada, he can come in for Lozano, he can move Lozano, and then he we can start kind of mixing and matching uh, all, all these players and where they're going to play. So I'm with you there. But it's going to be a 4-3-3. Keep everything the same. Just be a little bit more careful and defensive. Don't give up any goals. Be careful on the counterattack. Don't make mistakes. Don't give away the ball because that's that's the issue they were having these past two games. It's, it's, it's the turnovers were terrible. That was the worst we've seen it. It was those turnovers, those sloppy passes that led to counterattacks, that led to goals or big chances. And even if, you know, and and that's what I think. I like this from Vincenzo, though. What it one of Ossi and Raspa, or maybe Vinny, I think you're trying to say, what if Ossi and Raspa are both out? I'd start, this is Vincenzo Bertillo, right? I'd start Elmas left, Kvada false nine, Chuki right. But if Raspa's fit, obviously him in the middle. I actually really like this idea too, uh, Vinny. Because, I appreciate that. Because, be, yeah, because you can start Elmas on the left, right? You put Kvada in the false nine, you put Chuki on the right. If Chuki needs to come out, you got Politano. If 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 that has to happen, um, or like if Elmas has to come out of the left, you move Kvada over to the to the left. You put Chuki into the middle, and then you throw Politano on the right. There are options. There are options. It's just that we haven't used them in game. Hopefully, Spalletti has used them in uh, training leading up to today to tomorrow. Or, or sorry, I say tomorrow for those listening on the podcast. It might be tomorrow, but. Um, 
you know, leading up to Wednesday, the, you, you got to believe that Spalletti has practiced some of this on the pitch. You have to. You have to. You have to believe that in in these in these, you know, A versus B situations or split squad situations where they're scrimmaging each other that Chucky's in the middle every now and then. Kavada's in the middle every now and then. You got to believe that that's that's going on, right Ralph? I mean, you think? I believe that the way I believe what Spalletti said and it was there is no formation. There's only spaces. How many times do you see Cavada shift over all the way to the right? Yeah, man, that's another. Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, that's like, point. I don't, how many see you, you see Anguisa all over the place? Like, here's the deal. Right now, the, the, the gameplay monopoly is that they're not attached to a certain area. Spalletti has given them the freedom to kind of be more fluid and to, and to move around and to be more of a flow and to try to get to the right place at the right time and make the right passes. That is the Napoli's philosophy. So no matter who starts, I think this is one of the most fluid teams I've ever seen. Now, I'm not a lot of soccer expert. I haven't seen a whole lot of soccer. So maybe if somebody has a comparison, please bring it to my attention so I can learn. But yeah, to be honest, uh. I, I, this is one of the most fluid monopolies at the very least that I've ever seen so far in the ADL tenure. And, and I don't think it matters if Cavada starts on the left or if Lozano starts on the right, I think they have the freedom to move around. And I, and I think if I had to guess, I think that's what Spalletti is telling his men is that, Hey, get to where you need to be, get to the space you need to go and let's try to create some goals. I think everybody needs to be involved in the offense, right? I think everybody needs to be involved in the offense for what we saw in the beginning of the year when we were just like everybody was scoring goals. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs mm -hmm. to happen. This is how we'll win against Milan is if everybody's contributing, we're not being sloppy and we're, we're, we're having a, more, a little bit more energy. Because don't forget, we've been through this when OCNM was out and we were all right. Granted, we had Raspadori, Simeone, uh, Raspadori and Simeone healthy. We take away Simeone. Now we have uh, Raspadori coming off an of injury. Man, that, that central spot is going to be tough for us. But but it's the rest of the team that needs to perform. Because if the rest of the team performs, then we'll be okay. But the, they have right. to do it. And the last two games, they haven't been doing that. So if, if, if people are worried, well, this is why. You have the right to be worried because what you saw you know, but I find it odd, Rafa. I find it interesting that every time we saw a little bit of a loss in form with this team, it's been after a big break. Because mm -hmm. even after the World Cup break, and people were like, "Oh, look at Cavada, he's not doing great anymore." I was like, "Yeah, well, I mean, you know, everybody was, you know, off for a couple months. You know, uh, we the team didn't look as as tight as they as they did. Now they 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 have this two week break, this other international break. They come back." Again, they're looking a little fatigued, tired, sloppy, not so whatever. And they're going to take another game to get back in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping we see a repeat of that where it's like, all right, Napoli's heads weren't in it because they were on this break. They got to come back. It's spring now. You know, hopefully they could they could regroup like they did last time and bring it. And I, I, I hope they will. I think they will. I just don't know if that's going to happen on Wednesday. And that's my mm -hmm. concern. Well, time will tell. Uh, you know, tomorrow is um, 
Benfica Inter and um, Man City versus Bayern Munich. Um, or am I wrong about that? Is tomorrow? Um, what is tomorrow? <laughs> Tomorrow's Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Man City Bayern Munich. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And then Wednesday, Milan Napoli, Real Madrid Chelsea. Uh, don't forget the second leg is Tuesday, so six days after tomorrow, you know, this this game, a week from tomorrow, a week from Tuesday. Uh, is the second leg, and uh, that's at the Maradona, and um, you know it's crazy, 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 uh, crazy. Yeah, man. So that's that, guys. You know, let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, you know, let us know what you think on Twitter. Come into the Discord. Let us know what you think about there. Let this community grow. Um, and you know, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I, I you know what I didn't ask you. Um, yes. What do you so we've got the defense settled, right? Mm-hmm. Dilo, Romani, mm-hmm. Kim, mm-hmm. and you said Oliveira, right? I think Oliveira does. Starts. Does Spalletti tinker with the midfield because we've had some issues there too lately? I don't think so. Let's, I think he no. I think okay. I think he plays Zelinsky, Laporta, and and uh, Zambo again, and then yeah. you know, Elmas. See, Elmas. Th- this is like the special case because because depending on what happens with the sh- with with Raspadori and Osinem, that could determine mm-hmm. what happens with Elmas. So that's why I'll, I'll stick with Zelinsky, Laporta, Zambo, just for because he you know. I think Spalletti has to worry about a little bit more what's going to happen up front. Because at the end of the day, you still have like Ndombele on the bench that can come in and help. You still have guys like Gaetano, maybe. I doubt he'll be put in at all, you know? Um, So, yeah. You know, again, you have Zerbin that can come in on a wing as well, and then you can drop Elmas back. So, I think Spalletti knows how to shuffle his guys, but I think he starts with those three guys. I, I think he starts with with the usual three that we see because I think Zelinski had a break last game, didn't he? He didn't. He did. did yeah. Elma started. Elma started for him. I don't even remember if Zelinski came into that game. I don't even that's, think he that's played. How bad it was. I don't even. That's think how played. bad. That's how bad yeah. it was, man. I it, it just wasn't. I no, I don't think so either. And yeah, so and. You know, based off of that, I think Zelensky gets to start. I think that was his day for rest, and he's – and I think he told Zelensky, I need you fresh, and I need you to – we need Zelensky more than anybody. He's been impactful week. in the Champions League. He, yeah. He has been impactful in the Champions League. Yeah. Right. As far as, like, contributing on offense, about developing plays for the guys up front and taking shots from outside the box, Zelensky's that dude. He has to score Wednesday. He has to score if we win, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a part of that, honestly. Or if he even score, I wouldn't be surprised if we were a part of that, if he was a part of that. So let's get a Fortinopoli going in the chat, guys. I'm gonna put on some uh, closing music. It's been a great show. I know there's a lot to worry about, but you know, I, I want. Hold on. I I think for the most part, I just. I 
think it, I think I lost your audio over the music. We'll figure out the music situation one day. Well, what I was saying, Rafa, is that um, I, I I want Napoli to return back to the center, get it together. I, I think they'll finish the season strong. I'm not worried about the Scudetto. Um, I'm not worried about the Scudetto. It's in the if, bag. It's in the bag. If if we, I would love to see us do something in Champions League. But if this this would be the end of a road for us, I still can deem it a successful season. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So I'm and not that's mad. The, and that's the thing, Ralph, is that you know I'm, I, I I will quote the Henry Bell, Doctor Henry Bell of the In the Shadow of Vesuvio podcast. Uh, I'm actually, I'd be quoting Michaela as well, but specifically in the Far From Vesuvius chat that I still am a part of, um, he said that today. He said, honestly, anything in the Champions League is a plus, and the S word is what I've been waiting for all this time. And at the end of the day, a Scudetto and a quarterfinal in the Champions League is wildly yeah, successful. Wildly yeah. successful. Who knew? Meets meets any expectation that we've had this season. Exceeds any expectation, I should say, that we've had this season. And, um, you know, listen, we'll see how match one goes and match two is only a week away, right? So, we will uh, we will see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens, but we'll be watching for sure, Ralph and I. Um, let me just really quickly read this before we go. Tutto Napoli um, punto it, ha, or Tutto Napoli punto net actually has come out with probable formations. Uh, Milan Manian, Calabria Kair, Tomori Teo Hernandez, Tonali Krunic, Diaz Benacer Leao, Giroud. Um, Napoli, Meret. Di Lorenzo, Rahmani, Kim, Oliveira. Good, good Paul, Ralph. Thank you, Pacovara. Yeah. Angisa, Lobotka, Zielinski. Politano, Raspadori, Kvaraskelia. So, 55-45 that Oliveira starts over Mario Rui. 51-49 that Politano starts over Lozano. And 55-45 that Raspadori starts over Ossiman. Um, maybe Aussie Man is ready for the bench. We haven't even talked about that. Possible. We're about Possible. Dude, Possible. if he can start Raspadori and bring Aussie Man in off the bench to play 30 minutes, if we're either in need of a goal or want to protect the lead or, 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 or draw, like at a draw, why not? Why not? Why not? I, we'll see. I mean, I, if, if, you know, maybe to, if Milan starts scoring and they want to fuck the music. <laughs> so, can you still hear me? Can you hear me? Can you yes. hear me? Oh yes. Can you hear me? Great. Right. Great. <laughs> I, I think if we need to close a gap or something and Ocinem is available on the bench, I think he'll he'll see some minutes. Or if it's zero zero and we want to score a last minute goal and come off the bench, maybe we'll see Ocinem. But I, I'm I'm not gonna make any assumptions until I see who's healthy and who's not. You know, at least you know, I, I don't want him coming in either and getting hurt even more. And, you know, and, and we're going to have an issue. Well, Tuesday will be the deciding factor. So so today, if you're listening on, you know, um, audio tomorrow, if you're watching us live right now, 
that will be the deciding factor. We will find out who's in the squad, who's not in the squad, who's ready, who's ready, who's not ready. And honestly, if it is Raspadori that starts and Arsene comes off the bench, maybe we do that again against Verona at the Maradona this weekend so that Osimhen gets a couple more minutes of playing time, but then is ready completely for Milan's second leg. That yeah. second leg will be very, very, very important because uh-huh. I'm not going to predict a win, loss, or draw on on Wednesday. It's going to be a tough one to bet. That's for damn sure. Yep. But but I will predict it's going to be super close, and it will not be what we saw last weekend. Um, no. That no step it up at the very least. It will not. I don't be think that. we're going to have a four nothing repeat, but. That, I'll say that. I'm with you there, Rafa. But again, Rafa, great show. As always. Not a good show, my friend. Yes. Thank always. you to everybody in the chat. Of course, thank you to all the audio listeners. Um, Share us, like us, subscribe. Instagram. Instagram. Oh, Instagram Wednesday. Night. Be there or be square, guys. The first, your the first one. To get on with us and talk a little bit. Um, we'll, we'll put more information out there soon, but bookmark that. Uh, bookmark bookmark that time all right also look for a possible twitter spaces between now and the beginning of the match because um i'd like to get some sort of a pre-game going discussion um and it could be right before the game so check that out twitter check out our instagram check out our twitter check out our facebook check out our social media and just uh, you know roll with us guys roll with us great turnout live today love yeah, it thank, thank you, so, you much. so much thank you to everybody thank you to everybody but uh we'll be out of here all right until then Fortunopoli Sempre guys ciao ciao Italia <laughs>